This is Pet Life Radio. Let's talk pets. Everybody, it's Linda Hall, your co-host from 19 Cats and Counting. We are so excited because we have a country recording artist with us, Callie McCullough, who writes amazing music from her heart. She loves cats. She's funny. She's cute as a button. And I have about a zillion questions for her that are going to be really hard to fit in this time frame. So if you'll just hang on till we're back from the sponsored ad, I will introduce you. We'll be right back. Molly, here's your dinner. (coughs) Zeus, that's not your food. Don't let that happen to your precious cat. Elevate your cat's eating experience with the Cat Tree Tray. The Cat Tree Tray keeps your cat's food off the floor and conveniently located on the cat tree. It's the perfect way to eat. It's a beautiful wrought iron tray that easily attaches to your cat tree and keeps dogs and other critters out of your cat's dish. A must for multi-pet households. There's a 6-inch tray for large bowls and a 4-inch tray for smaller bowls. Purchase your cat tree tray today. Go right now to CatTreeTray.com. That's CatTreeTray.com. C-A-T-T-R-E-E-T-R-A-Y.com. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome back to 19 Cats and Counting. I am your co-host, Linda Hall. I am here with my co-hostess with the mostest, Rita Rhymers. I'm here. I'm here. And if anyone's keeping count again, 19 Cats and Counting is now 18. Yeah. I lost... Mimi this week. And those of you who've been listening, you know, Mimi was a cat that was going to be euthanized by her owner because he didn't have time to handle her medical needs. So I took her in. We only got about five weeks together, but um, I was able to get her some good medical care and ease her. In her transition over the Rainbow Bridge, I actually let her previous owners come and say goodbye. Yeah. Too, and she so. had a wonderful five weeks with yeah. you. And we are 18 now. Of course, the name of the show will stay the same because Linda and I are aiming to have 19 cats total. Between us combined. Yes. Yes. But tell us who we're so, talking with today. Okay. I'm stinking dying. So, you know. Do I admit that I'm not normally a country music fan, but I had to play her music, you know, to check her out. And I think I that. I love her. Yeah. We won't tell her. We won't tell her. I think and, she knows um, now. Oh, well, and I, I'm kind <laughs> of like, the more I dug into her, the more like low-key obsessed I got. So like, I don't know. I don't think she's a restraining order yet, but it may be in the future. Ah, so I have her YouTube her up on. behind me. I was listening before we started. But yes. Let's talk with Callie. Time. Yes. Hi, Callie. Callie McCullough, if you've missed who we're talking yes, to. Yes, we're so glad you're here. And we got the biggest, before we hit record, we got the biggest compliment ever. She was more excited about this than CMT, okay? <laughs> yes, girl. I don't think you were yes, supposed to girl. say that. I was just like, ladies, this is the best day of my life. I've been talking, like, ever since Gail told me Aww. about this. I've been telling everybody I know. I'm like, you guys, you don't understand. I'm going to catch this one. And like, and Gail was like, okay, well, you know, we have billboard on this day. I was like, but what day are we doing the cat show? <laughs> when is the cat show? When is the cat show? Where is your kitty? Yeah, we lost kitty. Though, well, 
So when you guys are watching the video, you'll kitty, but yeah, yeah, you have a wand toy that will bring the kitty. Yes, Mm -hmm. without a doubt. Can't see, but she's actually like right there. She is kitty. Don't you? How did she enter your life, Callie? Well, kitty comes with quite a little story. Don't you, baby? She's a bit of a biter. So I had like a friend in town who's a a full-time music producer. And so what had happened was that he was driving down the road on the way to like a big studio session that day. And he saw a pickup truck throw this little fluff <gasps> ball. No idea what it was. Out I on the eight-lane interstate. Okay? Oh, my gosh. This guy's got like the softest heart of gold. Pulls the car over to the shoulder. Gets out and like grabs this. It doesn't know what it is. Grabs it. Goes, this is a cat. Puts it in the car. Like rolls into the Walmart, gets some cat stuff, oh takes gosh. this baby cat to the studio, and it's like, I guess I have a cat now. <laughs> <laughs> and that's how you dogs get a cat, folks. Has to keep the baby separate from the dogs. Is in the middle of moving. Like all of things are going down. And so we'll shout him out. His name is Jay Took. He's a producer here in Nashville, and uh, and we've just known each other for years. Actually, we're both Canadian, and so my girlfriend Molly Brown, who's an amazing artist also has a cat maybe you'll get to talk to her so i was gonna Ooh, say yeah. we'll have to check into molly yeah billy too. nelson the red-headed stranger <laughs> molly got a cat a couple years ago i'm over at molly's house perhaps into some herbal substances having just a, a chill evening she <laughs> comes home from the studio with jay she was like jay has this little black kitten and he can't keep her and nobody will take her and callie you should get this cat i'm high as a kite and i'm currently it was summertime i was having some health things so i wasn't on the road and i was like I should get that cat. Sure, I'll take the cat. I go talk to me about your cat. And 12 hours later, I brought sure. her home. And she was like, she was so little. I bet. She was yes. so tiny. How old is she now? I think she's approximately like eight to 10 months. We couldn't quite figure it I out. I was going to guess about six. I your thrive yeah. thing going on. Yeah. So yeah. when I brought her, she was so tiny. She was covered in like fleas. Uh, baby. I mom, hate when people throw the cats out, though. I mean, don't I do know, that. There's why? no reason to hurt them. Not like creepo, like religious, like black cat situation. Oh, she, yeah. she was so tiny because he'd had her for a month by the time I got her. And she uh, was so, so, so tiny that like she had to have been from a litter that they'd had. Yeah. And so we don't really know what the story is, but she had a foster dad. Now he taught her to bite hands. So mommy's still working on that. Yeah, so we'll do a session with you so we can yeah. stop that yeah. behavior yeah. before it becomes well, permanent. Yeah. Biting, but now Kitty and I are living together for, I'm gonna have this cat when I'm 50. Yes, <laughs> for sure. yes, that's I yes. Kitty and I are going to be together for the next 20 years. Mm-hmm. Yes. I love that you said that because a lot of people don't realize it's a commitment. It's a. It's really long a commitment. term. Yes. I'll never ever be lonely again. I can't even brush my teeth alone. No, <laughs> I love it. I know that. We understand story. that. My favorite is going into the bathroom and you know getting comfy on the commode to you know take care of business, and then somebody's like plopped on my lap, and I'm like, this is a private time. Can we discuss this? Yeah. We're, didn't my sweetie pie do that to you? There's no kitty sitting yes. on the edge of the bathtub. Like if you take a shower, she watches brush her teeth she's sitting on the sink she's i think she's part siamese or oriental because she's extremely like bonded like codependent like she's obsessed with me and if if you're in the house and you shut her out of the room you're in she loses her mind oh yeah oh yeah more than three feet away from me if i'm home is she talkative because siamese tend to be well right now she's in 
So she's oh. very meowy. Mm-hmm. But tomorrow's her big day at the vet, and mommy has to get her fixed. Oh, I'm really worried. Yeah, I know it's, I know. it's hard. I always it worry. Is. Well, but first she's getting an ultrasound because Kitty still might. I could tell you about her big adventure. <gasps> tell us about her big adventure. Was it a bad adventure? She go find now? a boyfriend. That's what well, I'm thinking. Indoor cat because she travels on the road with mommy. She goes everywhere with me. Aww. And uh, so she has to be an indoor cat. But yes, just otherwise she'd want to make a break for it. So I'm like loading guitars and she busts out the back door. Oh, no. And this was November 9th, so about a month ago. And sometimes she would come outside while I was barbecuing, but she'd never go more than three feet away because she's so codependent. Yeah. Busts out. She's gone for like five hours. I'm out there, middle of the night. It's like cold. It's like snowy. I'm going, Kitty, come on. Mm. I'm so worried. I'm trying to get this cat in for five hours. I'm like out there in a parka. I'm like, no. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like doing the whole thing. It's like two in the morning. Finally, I give up. And I decided to just leave my back door like a crack open in Very good. Of, like downtown Nashville. I'm like, well, this isn't safe, but I have no choice. But my cat, my cat. right? Yeah. Right. So I'm not in bed for more than five minutes. And who should jump up on the end of the bed but Kitty with a puffed up tail and a certain kind of look on her face. And I was oh, like, oh, no. Mommy knows that look. Mommy invented that look. <laughs> Little romance. Yeah. stroll. She's going to have a little ultrasound before her before, before the- her spay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, because well, part of me is like, now I have a very busy winter schedule and I have to go on tour. So while it wouldn't be opportune to have kittens, at the same time, mommy kind of wants to have kittens. Because think about this: I think with the little babies, and I, I get it. Muriel. I always think Muriel is a good name for a cat, and I, I could like raise that. her little babies, and we could home them. <sighs> Yeah. Yes. And, well, and who wouldn't want one of Kaylee McCullough's cats, right? I'm really on the fence about what I want the result to be because I it's know. Really I not know. going to be very practical for my There's life. There's so many cats and kittens in the shelter, but if, it, if she is, I get it. I I'm get trying to imagine wanna. you taking a mother cat and her kittens <laughs> on the tour bus as you're oh, traveling around. I, you, you know, like, that. here's the thing. If she's already halfway through her pregnancy, like, don't you think it would be bad for her if I, like, ha- like she has to know? Oh, yeah. I'm yeah. sure she knows. Yeah, I'm sure. It's yeah. Babies. And yeah, have the babies, and I could raise the babies, and it would be the best. I, thing I love you. Ideally, she's not pregnant, but like if she is, I'm going to let her have the kitties. I, it's gonna be amazing. Yes, it's so exciting. And you should name them like after. Let's see. We'll name one of them Pearl after yeah, five dollar pearls. That's what. So my co-writer Scotty, he was like, "Well, you have to name one Pearl. If one of them's yes. black, you have to have a midnight." I love that song, Five Dollar Pearls. I like every teenage girl needs to hear this song. Like, you're good enough, doggone it. Doesn't matter what you got. It's about you. Right. You know, it's it's sort of, it actually came up again recently. Um, this is a conversation I had last night. And I actually had that moment where I was like, wow, did that just happen again? Am I not past this yet? <laughs> but it's like, I think I've spent my whole life thinking like, I should be the sweet girl and the quiet girl and the ingenue and the, you know, the little... The little wallflower girl and like have you effing met i was gonna say you're honey, not a wallflower for sure like it's not. not it's just not who i am and i just no. and it's like i don't know like it my mother was always like no you be you like it was never yeah, she's right good mama from my family so i don't know where i got it but 
you know, sort of a theme throughout my life is, you know, you're too much, your personality is too big, you're too loud, your hair is too crazy, like it's all just too much, you know. Crazy hair, I know. Everybody yeah. wants me Well, and I've got the mouth, so yeah. You know, yeah. I, I remember I had this friend who was just really calm and zen, and like she taught Tai Chi classes, and she always spoke like this, and it was so calming, and I thought, I want to be like her. Honey, it ain't in me, okay? You can hear me from 80 miles away. We could probably do this thing without Zoom. She'd be like, I hear you in Nashville. You uh, know, it's sometimes just not- I have to shout to get a word in. Like, it's not who I am. And I think I spent, I, I definitely spent a lot of years trying. And then, you know, in the last year and a half, I've really kind of given myself permission to put it down. But, you know, it came up again last night and it shocked me because I almost cried when I yeah. had the conversation. And I just thought, wow, I'm still really here, you know? And it's like, so anyways, you know, that song is like the most personal thing I've ever written. It was true story. And, and it wasn't the person I was dating. It's the way that I felt. I think media has a lot to do with these young women growing up thinking they have to be a certain way or please everyone. Yeah. Well, and you've kind of been in the limelight forever, right? Like you come from this musical family. Like, weren't you in a group with your mother? Did I catch something like that? Yeah. My mom and I actually toured all over North America for about seven years. Um, So yeah, no, I started playing shows by the time I was 14, but I started kind of growing up backstage from the time I was about three years old. So you're comfortable. You're comfortable around this. Um, Oh yeah. Like it's completely like when I went to school and I realized that other people's parents had normal jobs, I was like, oh. (laughs) <laughs> how boring oh, right you don't travel and yeah, yeah. But i love that whole musical family like my family is not in the business of being musical but like my mom plays the piano and she would sit down and play and and her sister and her husband and all four of their kids i had to do a quick count four of their kids um, <laughs> are all really musical and they come over and they'd sing and my father and i are the ones that i mean i won't break glass but i definitely will not be getting a contract and uh, so I, I, I would break glass <laughs> And my sister's got this amazing voice. And I was always like, I want that. And I I love doing the sing-alongs. And I think families that come together and sing together are so cool. So what an awesome gift for you. She does this thing. Like, she bites you so much, she'll, like, wrap her little arms around you. Yeah, see, that's not good. Mommy loves you. They're love nips, but we have to make it stop, right? Like, yeah. (laughs) Mommy loves you, but the biting isn't very nice to her. We'll, we'll get you through that. So, sure. Yeah, we will. So for now, her name is Kitty? <laughs> no, not for now. That's Thanks. it. Okay. Here's the thing. So I tried very, I really was like, I got her and they had named her Beans, which didn't suit her at all. <laughs> that doesn't look like her. No. No. And it looks like a boy cat name. Yeah. And yeah. So look, she just jumped and look at this yeah she's like a little monkey no i caught when gail sent us the information i caught she was saying something about how you can't work out because i had this image in my head this really pretty image of you writing songs with your yeah i think so not with that cat you know and you're strumming your guitar i had this really beautiful romantic vision with your cat and then i found (laughs) out that like she will have none of it my cat is well okay so so back to the right there's so many things to talk about so back to the name okay so i bring her home and i i, I was like oh maybe i'll call her like and everybody's sending i post i have a cat like send name suggestions so i got thousands of people sending me names i'm like oh maybe it's like gonna be zoe or like 
Cleo or people would be like, call her Midnight, call her Zelda, call her this, call her that, whatever. And so I tried really hard to call her Zoe, but you know, much like her mother, she's not really like a wallflower sweet and nice. <laughs> That's a bit more psycho. And so, you know, I start she really has a couple names. She has like Kitty 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 Mommy loves you and then she has Kitty you know better. Yes. Oh, I yeah. like that one. All mine have nicknames like, like that too. In an aggressive Russian accent. It's like Kitty. I like that you add the Russian. We haven't tried that. We should suggest that in behavior sessions. Have you tried What's a that? Russian accent? Because <laughs> this could be. Uh, but most of her name is like Kitty 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 Mommy love you. Mommy love you. So it's much. the yeah. depth of the voice. It's not the accent. It's well, when your no, voice exactly. Gets yeah. Oh, my daughter walked in the room earlier and looked at me and said, who are you talking to? And I pointed to the orange cat on the bed and went, Galway, you know, like, I mean, what do you mean? Who am I talking to? Of course I I'm talk talking to them to too. You know, I've taken a lot of flack. I'll show you her little name tag. See, it says Kitty. That's well. Kitty. Pretty good. She just wants to bite, name. bite, bite. She is just, yeah. Of the fact that I'm talking yeah, to Yeah, we definitely yeah. need to talk because that's not good. Yeah, she just wants your attention so bad. She's so obsessed with you. She loves you so much. So she has a name tag. It says Kitty. I've taken a lot from people being like, <laughs> and what did you name your cat, Kelly? I'm like, her name is Kitty. That's her name. It suits You're her. You're not the only one. Exactly. Yeah. We ran a pet sitting, a cat's only pet sitting business for a lot of years. And we had lots of Kitty, Miss Kitty, Mr. Kitty. We had well, a lot. Well, her name is sometimes Miss Kitty as in like Kitty Wells, mm -hmm. like Kitty Wells, or like, you know, should have been a cowboy Miss Kitty. Have you ever thought? Of yes. Wells? So her name is Kitty with a few country music things. And also she's just a little bit of a psychopath. So. Oh, well, you know. Well, see, it fits in, you know. It yeah. fits that in happens. country yeah. music. I yeah. like her name being Kitty. We lost her train of thought for a hot minute. There, we were talking about the name. We were talking about something else. Talking about oh yeah, so Kitty. Do, no, Kitty does not partake in in any work processes. Now, when Mummy has co-writers over, Kitty kind of steals the show for the first th I thirty see minutes. That. And like she'll, you know, she'll get their attention. But I'll just open the front door and she'll look out the, you know, the glass door window. She'll sit there and nap and like it, but. I do have the studio in the house and I can't let her in there because she'll chew everything. Sure, sure. Right. Kind of like if I need to buckle down and work, I'll go in the studio, I'll shut the door. She'll sit outside the door and cry. But like, That was my next question. You already answered that. Yes. And then what happens? It breaks my heart, but she's getting, she's getting a bit more independent. Like she used to, and of course, when she was just such a baby, I just didn't have the heart. Well, yeah, she, she's a kitten and as she grows older, she'll grow out of some of that behavior but if you don't curb the biting now she'll never stop yeah, yeah. we have to work on the biting. yeah we're gonna work on it i think we need to take a break for our next sponsor and then we'll be right back take a bite out of your competition advertise your business with an ad in pet life radio podcasts and radio shows there is no other pet-related media that is as large and reaches more pet parents and pet lovers than pet life radio with over 7 million monthly listeners, Pet Life Radio podcasts are available on all major podcast platforms. And our live radio stream goes out to over 250 million subscribers on iHeartRadio, Odyssey, TuneIn, Stitcher, and other streaming apps. For more information on how you can advertise on the number one pet podcast and radio network, visit PetLifeRadio.com slash advertise today. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. Pet 
And we're back with 19 Counts and Counting with my awesome co-host, Linda Hall, and a beautiful and talented Callie McCullough and her kitty, Kitty. Look at this. Look at <laughs> this. <laughs> Your cat will not stop. She's just like, I want attention. Quit yeah, talking to those what ladies. you're doing there, you're feeding right into it. <laughs> Your we're hands look like this. prey to her. It feels good to her to bite, you know, because that's what they do with prey. They bite down. That's yep. what she wants uh, to yep. she does. She actually hunts me in the house. So I like, believe it. I'll be in bed and she'll like start talking. I'm like, mommy is not your prey. You know? <laughs> I love it. I'm like, mommy is not your prey. You know, she's a very strong prey instinct. Like in the summer, she was hunting flies in the house and stuff like that. And like, she's on, like, she's a huntress. She actually, like, my cat. Yeah. I thought I was getting like a sweet kitten, but actually I adopted a <laughs> panther. Like she is you a did. panther. And yes. actually this guy came, you know, they were doing one of these um, alarm code update things. They did. Yeah. They were messaging like ADT is messaging me for a year. We have to update your thing. So finally we get this thing booked. Guy shows up at like 8 a.m. Not so good English. I'm there in the house coat with the cat. First word out of his mouth. Not hi. How are you? What's going on? It's just got this panther. Then goes on to explain to me that he has a fixation with panthers. Like he's obsessed with panthers, has all these photos of panthers. And then I realized he's actually wearing a shirt like with a panther on it. Anyway, he loves him. And there's like a table in the entryway, like right under the alarm. She sits there and is like (laughs) loving on him for half an hour. Like literally opens the door, Kathy's panther. Right, he's trying to take the cat with him. Like, gotta go into a box. <laughs> Get into a box. And uh, no, but she is. She's a baby panther, and and she's a huntress. Like, she could. This cat could survive in the wild. Probably. She, she probably oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. She's her hunting instincts are right what? on. So when are we gonna get a song out of you about cats? That's uh, a good uh, question. It could be any day now. I want it. You provide the herbal substances and, and the day of downtime. And, <laughs> you know, you bring her on stage with creative. you, she's going to upstage you. That's the well, thing. So Kitty, Kitty does go on the road. And now, like, we're just starting to get back to touring. But, like, I've been doing a lot of travel. Like, I just did, like, a handful of shows. And then I'll travel for, like, we just came back from the Country Music Awards in Canada, uh, which is where I'm from. And so, you know, I take her with me for all of that stuff. She's a great traveler. She enjoys the hotel life, just like mommy. Wonderful. Right. Who but doesn't? Ever, doesn't? I can't blame her. Like, if you, you ever come to the Carolinas, you have to let me know. Oh, I, live, I live right near Charlotte. You're near Charlotte, and you are near... I'm near Toledo, Ohio, or oh, I'm um, there all the time. I'm, Ooh, all right. Nice. Come on, girl. Come well, on. I'll bring my cat to your collection and we'll see. I'm ready. Going. Yes, I'm ready. <laughs> I'm originally from Ontario. It's right above Michigan. Uh, you know, I'm I grew up in Buffalo. I'm originally from Michigan. So, yeah, when people talk about Canada like it's another country, which, yes, I understand that it is, it doesn't feel that way to me. Me, too, because like, we were right near the Peace Bridge, you know, I grew up in Buffalo. Okay. So, my just sister, what we did when we were bored. We went to my sister Canada. and brother in law, you could like see the bridge from their house in Michigan. So, yeah, it was like, yeah, Canada. It's like next door. It's just. <laughs> Well, and so I know it so well, and and so what I know is that the nicest border is Buffalo. So, you know, if you're, like, needing to bring in extra merch or putting in a work visa, Buffalo's the time. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but, you know, typically I'll cross in Windsor. So my family lives in Stratford, Ontario. Well, sort of, it's too interesting. Uh-huh. Half of them live in Stratford, 
you know, home of the Shakespearean theater. Otherwise, yes, fancy schmancy kind of cool stuff, right? Justin Bieber, you know, for yeah, well, and then there's that. Yeah, well, yeah. And then the rest of my family lives in a place called the Beaver Valley, if you believe that. Uh, yeah, the Beaver Valley. Uh, <laughs> and sometimes people will be like, you know, you have a Southern accent. I was like, no, that's a Beaver Valley accent. <laughs> I did hear you. There was an interview where you were doing with someone, and I caught like one word that had a twang, and I thought, wow, is Nashville getting to her? She's from Canada. They don't talk. Well, I'll tell you, Southern Valley. accents are catchy, though. I've been, I've been in the South, gosh. They Half are. my life. It's easy. Yes. It, but it the is. One for me, that really caught on was like, the, oh, you're fine. Yeah. Oh, you're fine. You know, and oh, God. Because I, so I remember waiting tables here. And and I was like, how's everything? Like, it's fine. I'm like, <gasps> in Canada, somebody's like, it's fine. That means like, it's not good. Exactly. Right? Oh, so really? Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, and they're like, no, it's fine. None of them don't agree. It's fine. So, um, yeah, so, but basically, long story short, you know, it's about a straight, you know, 12 to 16 hour drive, depending where you're going home. Yeah. I have worn out the I-75 up through Ohio, Toledo, <laughs> all of it. I know it like the back of my hand. I've stayed at probably every holiday in along that road. Yeah. <sighs> Linda's in a teeny little town no one's ever heard yeah, of. Yeah, Defiance. It's about, about 40 minutes from Toledo. So I just tell everyone Toledo. You pick that hometown name. I'm from Defiance, Ohio. Defiance. I know. I love defiant. that name, really. We are Defiant. You really crushed that. There's a real bloody, ucky history that goes with it, but we won't go there. <laughs> so when, when are you touring, and where are you touring, and can well, people buy tickets to see you? Yeah, so we don't have anything announced right now. We're working sort of on April forward, uh -huh. you know, as the world has just been like, whoop, 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 whoop. Yeah, I know. No we doubt. Rescheduled the album tour like three times. Finally was like, I'm going to sit home with my cat and like wait. Because I'm tired. I'm uh, good. So, yeah, date starting in April. Okay, great. Kind of probably by February. And it's, mm -hmm. you know, a lot of like wineries, listening rooms, that kind of stuff. I did just do a really big show up in my hometown in Stratford, which was beautiful. And we filmed it and <sighs> do some stuff with that. But, yeah, like, you know, any of those like venues that are like your converted churches, your wineries, your listening stuff. And, and so we'll see. I think it's going to be a big year. There's been a lot of good stuff happening. So it was just really yes. bizarre. We put this record out right as the world was shutting down. And I frankly was like, you know, did all the online stuff I could do and then just went home and got high because I was like, I mean, <laughs> like, what? Every I night. Every you're, night. My, you're my kind of gal. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Let's I get together. Let me just check out from all this crap. The world has gone insane. Wow. And again, we, we um, the, our, I own Just for Cats Pet Sitting for almost 17 years, and Linda was our executive director. And uh, we took the opportunity to sell the business because it was really slow. Nobody was traveling and concentrating on the cat behavior full time. And what's great about it is we can do that from our house. We don't you know the pets. Yes, sitting, we can Zoom. No one's in danger, right? right? Everything's just like this. Yes. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Course, they're home with their pets, so they're going to need to fix the behavior. Exactly. Yeah, they're seeing a lot of things they didn't see before. And Three Quarter mm -hmm. Time just came out in November, right? Last month. Right, yeah. So what a, a great cool song. story. What a cool story. Tell us about your inspiration for that. Well, <laughs> <laughs> well, don't we have a story? <laughs> you know, I mean, three Quarter Time was, it almost felt like the bonus track on the record because mm -hmm. a lot of the record really did have that softer, more easy listening, you know, yes. like salt country, bluegrass. Like I always like, you know, if Nora Jones, Alison Krauss, James Taylor and Dolly Parton had a child, that would be right. 
That's it. Which like wasn't the goal. And, and I definitely am not like composed enough as a human to do things intentionally, but like, this was my first <laughs> solo record. And basically what happened was that I've been in Nashville writing songs and, and one by one, you know, songs kind of came out that I was like, oh, this is, this is actually me. Cause I did, I've, always, I've been in bands. I've been in a Celtic band. I've been in, in a duo with my mom. I've been in a country band. I've, I've done, you know, a lot of touring, a lot of different bands for about, you know, 12 years sort of before I landed here. And I got here, I was 24 and I it's like, I don't know exactly what I'm going to do, but I know that I'm going to focus on songwriting for a while and, and was writing for other people. And then, of course, at the time that I got to Nashville, everything was just... So when you say that you don't like country music, if we're referring to new country music, believe me, I hate it too. <laughs> I hate it so much, it makes my soul die, okay? Aww, so yes. I have a really long and deep love for traditional country music and blues like bluegrass music and yes. roots music and folk music. I love Dolly. I love Dolly Parton. And all yeah. of those, you know, sounds that have built the genre and also just different subsets of, of, of music. And um, so at the time I landed in Nashville, it was like the most bro pop, like lyrical lack of intelligence, soul crushing, formulaic crap you've ever heard. And it's <laughs> moving the way we want it to. It's headed towards the light, but it's a long haul. So yes. I'm doing all these things. And so the record was sort of, you know, like there had been a deal on the table and it was like, oh, but this is going to be your first single. I'm going, no, I don't think it is, you know? <laughs> and, and and so there had been a lot of things that happened in those years. And I was, you know, I was playing chip, chip jar gigs and I was really broke and I was really fighting hard to be able to make the music that I wanted to make in the way that I wanted to make it. And having to say no to a lot of opportunities that it was like, well, you know, you're great, you look great, you sing great, blah, 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 blah. But you need to do, this is the thing you have to do if we're going to be able to get behind you, push you, sell you. This is this is the formula. Get in it or get out. And so you're sitting there and you can't pay your phone bill and your car's breaking down and your tip jar gig. Uh, I can relate to that. Yep. And, and you go, but if I do this, I might as well go die inside. So, yeah. You know, the story of this record was like really me and my friends being like, well, we can do this ourselves. We have the songs. We know who to call. Like, let's let's make the record we want to make. I paid for it like, with my tip jar gigs. And oh. and it took a long time to get it done. And then we had a lot of amazing people come on board. Guys from, you know, Alison Krauss Band Union Station and a Grammy-winning Western Swing Band called the Time Jumpers. And, you know, we had sent them the music and kind of convinced them to come make this record collectively. And then the producer, Dustin Olian, and I, um, you know, we'd all been friends and kind of come up together, all new kids in town. He produced it. Him and I made a couple of the tracks just completely by ourselves in his home studio. And, you know, we did this thing with the record. So anyways, most of it was just really soft tone. And three-quarter time is the story of making that record, of my first years in Nashville, of the struggle and the fight that I felt to be able to do what I wanted to do. Sure. Yes. But when you're true to your vision, people get behind you more because you can really motivate yeah. people to believe in you if you believe in yourself. That well, deeply. in all of your songs, they're very deep and personal. So Rita and I were discussing this before you got on. I was like, I don't know what that, I mean, some of it's just heart wrenching and, and you can just feel it. Like, 
I remember the first time I was in the car with my sister and she was singing. I was probably about 12 because I think she had just gotten her driver's license. And she sang a song that made me cry. It was the first song that ever made me cry. And I don't remember the song. I just remember it touching me. And all of your songs are like that. They're so personal. They paint a picture. They tell a story. And you live it. Like when you watch a movie and you're so in it that you yeah. swear like that's your guy, right? Like, and you know, you're. I, I can feel every second of it. And it's... That's super cool, but that's got to take a heck of a lot out of you, babe. I just don't know. <laughs> you know, so it's so interesting. And and so I, two stories about that. So three-quarter time was like my giant F you, right? And so <laughs> when we put the record out, the whole world shut down. And then, you know, a year and a half later, the record's being nominated for Canadian Country Music Awards and, and awesome. things are happening. So I said, all right, this is kind of the last chance we have with this record. It's been out and we had released, you know, three singles from the record leading up to it. And that was all great because the world was still open and everything was lovely. Mm-hmm. And I was like, all right, well, this is the time I want to I want to do one more push with this record. And and this is what I want to say before I move on to the next project. And so we was able to kind of pull all the things together. So we have this really hilarious music video coming out in January. And, you know, the court, it's like, it's funny. I get to be sassy in it, which, you know. Oh, I can't wait to see it. You have to let us know when it's out. Oh, Gail will send it to you. Oh, good. Uh, You can get, like, the preview on it, but it's not really. I'm excited. Yeah, we'll keep it just between us. You know, I get to do, like, the eye roll sass in it. Just, like, the whole scene that is playing downtown Nashville because it's very much a struggle for artists. And what people don't understand is, like, bands are actually playing for tips. So one night, I used to have this gig at the George Jones Museum. And um, I turn up the tip jar, and under the 20s, 5s, 10s, and 1s is a nickel and four pennies. Nine cents, not a dime. So I sat down the next day with my two friends, Ryan Sorstad and Scotty Kipper, who I actually accidentally wrote the whole album with, because those just happened to be the songs that were like, I was able to put the most of myself in them when I was writing with these guys. And so... We sit down, we had an appointment to write. I'm in my roommate, who was super weird, had a life-size Homer Simpson doll in his condo. Like, I didn't buy it off. We don't want to know. No, like, and the whole living room was, like, decked out in, like, in, like, Steelers gear, which is cool. So he was, like, a sports teacher dude. So he was never there during the day, and I was never there at night. So I never, ever saw him. Oh, that works. So he says, look, we're, right, we're sitting there with this Homer Simpson doll in, like, this, like, bro sports living room. And I was like, guys, like, somebody put nine cents in my tip jar last night. Like, what is my life? You know? And we just started spitballing. We wrote this song, and... And we were like, no one's ever going to let us sing this in public. And no one's, and I was like, well, you haven't met me, right? Like, I, <laughs> And the song, it kind of, and I say this with songs, and the other song that is the most personal, you know, three-quarter time is my Nashville story, and $5 Pearls is my personal story. Yes. When we were in Tennessee, what was our... That, the bluebird the, the bluebird blue we went to the bluebird that, that was, was a, a lot really of fun neat experience again we went um a friend of ours used to watch the show that it was was it nashville that bluebird yeah. cafe was on yeah, yeah it was so nashville. she was like we have to go we have to go and Rita and i are both like i'm not big country music fans oh what the heck let's go out well you know we'll chill well and there it was some was, great was, talent yes and it was i got that feeling from you it was a personal vibe it was a story it was uh and i it was really i enjoyed the heck out of that night. i did i too. really really did yeah see so we really don't hate country music yeah. it's just well, the right country music i like good country music and i will say this record actually isn't particularly country because it's actually so country we can't call it country anymore uh-huh. uh, And so, you know, what I say with, you know, when we talk about songs being personal and that taking a lot out of you to share it with the world, it's sort of in the aftermath of that, you know, with the wisdom of a few years later, I've like, I've learned something because, you know, 
starting out as a young solo artist, that was the first time that it was like my vulnerability, not a band. You know, my story, I was out there, my face, my name on the sign, people are coming to see just me. And that's been kind of the first time, right? It's always been being part of an entity and you hide behind that to an extent. Yes. And you take on a persona. And with this record, especially, and with these songs, in hindsight, what I've learned is that you put the most vulnerable personal pieces of yourself into the world in these, in these songs, right? But as you go out and you play them, and as people learn like learn them and learn them as pieces of you, what actually happens is these songs kind of like are babies that grow up and they become your armor and they protect yes. and they become what you're known for. So Three Quarter Time became like my theme song in Nashville. They were like, oh yeah, that's Callie. She's going to burn down country music. <laughs> And You've got to stay true to yourself. You've and got Five Dollar Pearls really became like what got me known as as a singer in Nashville. You know, a very specific type of vocal. And so they they become the thing that that protects you the most. Like after being the most just personal thing, and it becomes other people's story. You know, I was listening to um, Missing You. And I was widowed in 2002, and I'm remarried, and he's wonderful. It's just, but, you know, you carry that with you forever. And then I lost my son-in-law a little over a year ago, passed from COVID. COVID. And so, yeah. And I was listening, and the big open rooms and the empty house, and I'm sobbing. I'm sobbing. And it was my story now, not your story. I was seeing Dan, and I was seeing But that's Sebastian, why, that's why people this. enjoy your music, though, is that they can relate to it on a personal level. The connection, yes. Totally wasn't your song anymore. It was my song and my story. <laughs> I stole it. Yeah. As songwriters, as much as I'm, see my cat's in heat, she's literally climbing the wall. <laughs> Poor baby. I know. Mommy understands. Right? Like been there, done that. Yeah. And, you know, as songwriters, you know, as much as we, we do, you know, when you start writing to the point where you're writing all the time, you know, you know, as a personal standpoint for myself as an artist, yes, I'm always needing to tell my story, but we're also telling stories that belong to people and stories that people can relate to, right? Like you want people to connect, like the goal of music in my well, there's two things. One, I can't not do it. Like It's like having a mental illness. You're like, well, I'm stuck with this thing. If I could do something that like paid the bills more solidly, I probably would have done right, that. Right, but right. I'm not allowed to put it down. Like it's a thing you've been given. You can't help yourself. I understand. Uh, yeah. But the other thing is to me, the aside from the fact that I physically cannot not do it, the goal of music is connection. That's the whole point. Like we're trying to connect with people. We're trying to like, I want to go out there and connect, whether that's 50 people or 500 or 5,000. And stories are yeah. how we connect. We use stories all the time and what we do. Yeah, that's when we do behavior sessions. I like to work with analogies. Like I like to, <laughs> I see a little tail there. <laughs> I like to connect with stories and make analogies. Oh, you know, this is I like this. <laughs> yes, get the connection. After Midnight, I have to say, is my favorite. Thank you. That is like the jam. I like had that. I, Alexa That's the one I was listening to. Just I kept before. playing. Yeah, because I said that was my favorite. Yeah, listen to this. I had it looping on Alexa. <laughs> so, and, and After Midnight became the title track of the record, and the song was written kind of in an oddball way. So, I was supposed to drive home. I, had, I was home in Canada for Christmas. And at this point, I had like just like the lemon of lemons of minivans. Like every time I had a hundred bucks, it knew and it broke with a right. problem. Like it was like my car. It was psycho. And uh, it was like the, this had to be, I want to say like 2015 maybe. And 
it was, or 2016 maybe, it was like the snowstorm of all hell broke. Oh, I was supposed to drive back through Buffalo, Peace Bridge, do my work visa, do the whole thing. And every road was closed. Like, and also I've totaled seven cars. Like I'm not a great driver. And my, <laughs> my family's like, listen, hard no, you're staying here for an extra four days. The storm has got to be done before you hit the road. So my friend Scotty, who was in Nashville part-time, also happens to live 30 minutes up the road from my family in Canada. I was like, hey, Scotty, like, I'm going to be stuck here for a week. I don't have snow tires because I live in Tennessee now. Right. right. Like, Why don't you come to my dad's, my dad, both my parents are full, like, were full-time musicians and then also did other things. My dad has a recording studio um, in my home. And I said, you know, why don't you just come? to my dad's studio we'll get into the wine we'll chill out we'll eat some food we'll try and see if we can write something because i'm here right yeah and so it really all started out like there's this majestic gordon lightfoot style snowfall happening in stratford ontario canada and it's all beautiful scotty brings a case of red wine and like we were talking about this you know when you get so just deeply involved in a movie right scotty goes i think we should watch midnight in paris so we watched Midnight in Paris with like three bottles of red wine and we got <laughs> on the floor of the studio around 4 a.m. And I was like, so I have this melody idea I've been sitting on for a while. And it was like the da 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 And he kind of gets that Parisian thing going. And we wrote the song really quickly. Wow. And it became the title track of the record. And we were able because, you know, because of the incredible musicians we were able to have and Dustin's production and Scotty's vision and, and all of us kind of collaborating, we brought it to life with those, you know, accordions and violins as if you're really strolling through the streets of Paris after midnight. Ugh. That's how that song happened. It was a total fluke, like snowstorm, you know. It was meant to happen, though. It just, and it's just, it just, I don't know. It's a feel-good song. Not like a super happy, but a, you know? yeah, it took me with we it. Are, and it was just, yeah. We I are way over Are we way time. over? Darn, way Mark's, over on Mark's going to have at us. But. So, so, Callie, how can people find you? How can they hear your music? So, uh, the record, After Midnight, is available on Spotify, Apple Music, Amazon, everywhere that music is sold. You can buy hard copies off of my website, which is www.calliemccullough.com. And on all of my social media, so Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, all of that stuff, you can follow me and half of my posts being about my cat. It's called <laughs> Callie MC Music. So that's at how you Callie MC it. Music. We'll okay. put all this in the, the links yes. below the, when we post yes. it on YouTube. Yes. Um, and we'll be and watching for your schedule. We will send you the Calendly link. I guess we'll send it to uh, Gail yeah. so you can schedule a behavior session with us. Yes. Oh, we, we can get, we will get I guess Kitty we should wait shape. to find out if Kitty's pregnant or not. Yeah. yeah. She's well, supposed to get new. She's to supposed to get spayed tomorrow, right? Tomorrow's a big day. Tomorrow's our big day. Either getting spayed or she's coming home so mommy can prepare for her baby. But I don't, I can't tell you which result I'm hoping for. Look what's she doing. She's I, apologies to anyone listening to this on the podcast that cannot see because it's really funny. You need no, to make sure you check. If you're listening to this on uh, Pet Life Radio, make sure you check our YouTube in about a week. And the video will be up. Yeah. Yeah. Now she's, she's, really she's going to knock over your lamp now. Oh my she's gosh. She's really into it. Yeah. 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 We'll let you go be mom. Thank you. Oh, so Kelly, much, I could have talked to you all day, honey. All day talked all day and so the interesting thing is that 
Gail, who connected us, is a fellow cat lady. Yay! <laughs> Why? That's she awesome. Change cat photos. That's awesome. <laughs> she did say that if Kitty was pregnant, that they were going to take one of her babies. That's I, so I cool. would, but I have 18 cats. I can't. Yeah, I'm trying to get below 11, but I don't know. Right? You got to fill that 19th hole that, that well, made me laugh. You, you can't take another one because you'll be in divorce court. I really I think I'll be served problem. with divorce papers if I bring a 12th cat into the house. 11, 11 cats and a chihuahua. And seriously, my husband's been amazing about it, but I really know that we're at the end. Like It's my dream. I still think it's a TV show. Them all? Linda and her 11 cats, her husband, her daughter, and son need to move in here, and we could just be one big sitcom. There you go. We would be a good reality show. We, we would definitely be- would. We definitely would. We could stand to live together for one year under the same Oh, heck yeah. Oh, Look yeah. at her. Look at Without her looking at you. She loves you. Baby. She loves mommy so much. Well, we-, we need to have you on again. Um, and she fights. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we need well, to have yes. you on again for sure, and then we need to have you on after we correct all these wonderful behaviors that she's doing yes. right now. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, when you get tour dates, you get a new song, whatever, we're we're gonna have you yeah. back because I got when that more cat about. song comes out. You know, yes, yes, we've been wanting a cat theme oh, song. We didn't even so. to, I know we have to go, but like, yeah. so my new obsession, this yeah. two minute anecdote, is cat music because my <gasps> sister also a cat lady, was like, well, have you tried calming her down with cat music? And have I was, you gone to musicforcats.com and relaxmycat.com? Right, and so I all the cat music. But my, the story about the cat music is that mm. now I listen to cat music in the bathtub because it's better than people's ball music. Oh, it's calm. So I'm in the studio with my friends and we're cutting a bunch of demos all summer. I was like, guys, have you heard of cat music? Because I really think I could get into making cat music and then in it, I would just be like, good kid. Well, let's do it. You need to do well, it. Actually, the guy that makes music for cats, David Ty, we had him on our podcast. And, and so we'll we just get a hold of him and be my like, cat guy too. we got somebody to do the vocals with your cat. Yes, and relax my cat. I'm on a mad. Yes. Yeah, so, yeah. Okay, it's we'll my be like, I got your vocals for you. You do the music. She'll do the vocals. <laughs> I'll, I'll just sit, you know, sit in there and be like, Hey, we need somebody to, to sing our theme song. Yes, we keep saying we got to come up with a theme song. So Hit me up. It's I'll your job. Write, 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 write a kitty song for us for our theme song. Oh, oh you, you haven't written it. I thought, well, if you write it, we could do it. But we, if, we actually, we are in the middle of writing 134,400 kitties. For, um, we could do it in exchange for kitty behavior. Lessons. There you go. Now that's a plan, baby. That like sounds it. like a deal. We got you on video. Love Cora. What If I don't leave now, yes. Mark's going to kill me because he's going to go, how All am right. I going to edit this for 30 minutes? Wrap us up, Rita. I know. Thank you so much, Callie and Linda, of course. And of course, Mark Winter, who gave us our shot on Pet Life Radio so we could meet all these awesome people. And don't forget, every day is Catterday. We'll see you next time. Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.